0: would you let our praise team know how much we appreciate them Tonight our we have a young man who is going to bring forth the devotion tonight and call us to a time of prayer. It's his first time speaking here on Wednesday night. But I know this young man loves the Lord with all of his heart and he's prepared and he's ready. Would you please welcome Jason Scott? To God. I hope you come prepared to receive tonight because God's got a word. Lord's burdened my heart for our people as a nation. That God planted from the beginning and without going into a long history lesson tonight, God birthed and blessed this nation out of the love and the relationship with God that the majority of the people in this nation had. This nation, our people, we're far from there today. We we have gone a long ways from where we started as a nation. For too long, we've looked for an enemy at the gates And ignored the real enemy who slithered in through a narrow opening that we left unguarded. An opening in the door that we left there. And how many of you know that if you give the enemy an inch, he will kick it wide open for you? You, We need to be vigilant in our relationship with God. And, And this is been a burden on me that 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 we're not as vigilant as we should be, that we're not spending the time that we should be in devotion and in prayer time and in God's word in these last days. Where were we at? What were we doing that was so important that we let our guard down at any given time? Tonight God wants to talk with the remnant and what does God say about the remnant church? Romans nine twenty nine says, And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabbath had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. There ain't a single one of us would be standing here or sitting here, excuse me, tonight if it wasn't for the mercy and the grace of God. I know I wouldn't be here. I'd have split hell wide open and I'd be six feet underground today if it hadn't been for the grace and mercy of God, in other words, if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy, leaving a hungry and thirsty people to stand in the gap, we would have been utterly destroyed. This country, just like just like the the Bible is talking about here, that it came against Israel and it came against Judah, we we are, we are the same. We're one and the same. We're spiritual Israel and. If we, don't, if we don't stay hungry and thirsty for God, who is, who's there going to be left? We're the restraining force that keeps the evil away. And if, if there's no seed left, we're destroyed. How many of us can say that we wouldn't be standing here today if it hadn't have been for the grace and the mercy of God? if not for a mom, if not for a dad, if not for a grandma or a grandpa, if not for a son or a daughter, if not for a faithful man or woman of God that took the time to intercede on your behalf. We are products of a seed that interceded on our behalf, of a remnant church that stood in the gap when no one else would, that when everyone else gave up, they were here at an altar on their knees lifting each and every one of us up in our nation and our church in prayer. We need to be lifting up our lost loved ones and, and those that have gone astray. And those that God lays on our heart, yes. But what about the man or woman that hurt your loved one? What about the man or woman that deals your son or your daughter drugs? What about the boss or the co-worker that makes fun of you or pokes at you about your faith? They don't deserve God's grace. They don't deserve God's mercy, His love. I don't know about you, but I was a real piece of work when I was out in the world. And if God showed his grace towards me and towards all of us, then every last dying soul in the streets out there tonight deserves God's grace. Zach talked about your heart breaking the other night, Sunday night, and he walked all over my message when he said that because that's where God had me about this. He had me, I, it hit me, a burden hit me at work. I work at a factory and a burden hit me at work right in the middle of work. And it was like the weight of the world just laid on my shoulders. And it, and I could feel the hurt and the misery and the, the pain that each and every one of these lost souls out here feel because I used to be one, Brother Randy. I used to be one. I used to look in the mirror. I used to hate who I looked at. when I, When the image stared back at me, I despised that man and I wanted to do anything. I could do to get away from that guy I didn't want to be that guy no more I was sick and tired I was done and how many more do we have in the streets of Popper Bluff tonight that are sick and tired of looking in the mirror they're sick and tired of what they see they're sick and tired of what they wake up to there's no hope in the world but we have a hope we're supposed to be the one showing the hope 2 Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us. Lord, he has patience like no other. There is not another that has patience like God. Yeah. Not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. That's God's heart. That is his heart right there. He, didn't, he don't want anybody to, to, to make it to hell. Hell wasn't even meant for us. It was meant for Satan and his fallen angels. And because of our choices, because of the free will that we have and the rebellious heart that some of us have, we'll never see it. And that is a sad thing. That is a sad thing. But we're the church. We're supposed to be the remnant. We're supposed to stand in the gap like we talked about. When nobody else will, we're supposed to be the ones on our knees in prayer standing in the gap. Church, we are here to be a light that they can't help but to see. And we have a mandate from heaven to spread the word. Everywhere, every avenue we're in, whether it be the grocery store, whether it be in this church, whether it be at our jobs, whether it be wherever you're at, you got a mandate from God to spread the word. Micah 5, 7 says that the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples. Like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass, that tarry for no man, nor wait for the sons of men. We don't put our trust in politicians as most of this nation will. That is, this one or that one was in office, things would turn around. No, let's show the nation as the remnant to put their complete trust in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and let Jesus take care of politics in this nation. Because if Jesus puts somebody that he wants in a position of power, you can rest assured the Lord's will is going to be done. It will be done. He will put who he wants, and his will will be done in this nation. The Lord says this is where we're at as a nation. He laid this on my heart four months ago. Four months ago in April, he laid this on my heart. I had no idea. I had no idea what to do with it. No idea what to do with it. And it just sat there and sat there, and it was made for this night tonight. Four months later, this night tonight is when this is supposed to be laid out. Jeremiah 13, 1 through 11. Thus says the Lord to me, go and buy a linen loincloth and put it around your waist, and do not dip it in water. So I bought a loincloth according to the word of the Lord, and I put it around my waist. And the Lord, word of the Lord came to me a second time. The Lord says, take the loincloth that you have bought to the Euphrates, And hide it there in the cleft of a rock. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. And after many days, the Lord said to me, Arise and go to the Euphrates and take from there the loincloth that I have commanded you to hide there. Then I went to the Euphrates and dug, and I took the loincloth from the place where I had hidden it. And behold, the loincloth was spoiled, it was good for nothing. Then the word of the Lord come to me, and thus says the Lord, even so will I spoil the pride of Judah and the great pride of, Jer- of Jerusalem. This evil people who refuse to hear my words, who stubbornly follow their own heart and have gone after other gods to serve them and worship them, shall be like this loincloth, which is good for nothing. For as the loincloth clings to the waist of a man, so I made the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah cling to me, declares the Lord, that they might be for me A people, a name, a praise, and a glory, but they would not listen. Brothers and sisters, judgment has come upon this nation. Anybody with eyes can see it. Natural disaster after natural disaster and floods and you name it, and judgment is at our doorstep for how far we've let our nation drift away from God, for we pushed him out of schools, we pushed him out of government, we pushed him out of everything we can physically try to push him out of as a country. They even tried to shut our churches down during COVID. How far astray that we've drifted from God. Our people are dying daily. Lost and undone without Jesus. Well, you say, what can we do? We can't force them. They have a free will and you're exactly right. But just like we talked about earlier, who stood in the people who stood in the gap for you, we need to be interceding on behalf of all of these people. We need to be on our knees. We need to be lifting up our nation. We need to be lifting up our people as a country because these people, they loved their nation. They loved their country. And right now, we're not acting like a nation that loves our country. The church is not acting like a nation that loves the people that's dying out in the streets right now. We're letting them slip by the wayside more and more of our own people. Are dying and going to hell when this nation was founded on God. Prayer is what moves the hand of God. I've heard so many preachers say it. I've heard that preacher right there in the front row say it and many others. And just like Brother Jack was preaching Sunday night, God wants to co-labor. He Oh, that has that rung true several, several times in the last little bit that God wants to co-labor with us. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do it on his own, even though he is more than capable of doing it on his own. He wants to co-labor with you. He wants you to grow in co-laboring with God. And you're going to see the rewards of it. Anybody that's ever, that's ever spread the word to anybody and see the joy that comes in someone's life after they've given their heart and their life over to Christ, they're... There is no better feeling than watching someone live for Jesus Christ than knowing that they were once going to hell and now they're heaven bound. We need to intercede on behalf of our nation, for our people as a whole. Who joined me tonight and interceded on our nation's behalf, on our people? Our country's dying in the gutter by the day. As far as our people goes, Satan's dragging them through the mud. Drugs are rampant. Lust is rampant. Fear is rampant. You name it, Satan is attacking our nation. From coast to coast, from north to south, and everywhere in between. Join me tonight. Let's lift up our nation. Let's lift up our people in prayer.